Welcome. I hope you enjoy the conversation you're about to see between me and another comedian about religion and comedy. These are conversations I'm calling Disorganized Religion. God bless. And for those atheists out there, may nothing await you after this life. And I think I think we've begun. I think we've begun. Great start. Good Love to be it. here. Great start. Welcome to Disorganized Religion. I'm so excited. So excited. Disorganized Religion, the COVID-19 uh, series has begun. Uh, I'm joined today by Reed Brackenbury and uh, Lena Epstein. What's your last name? Lana Epstein. That's how you say Lana? it. Lana? Yep. Lana? Lana. I, I mix it up. Does anybody else mix up your name? Every single person in my life, every <laughs> single person, they do that. Uh, it's going to be three months. Yeah, Some say still don't know it. Lana? Yeah, that's a long time. That's a long time to be stuck in a room together. It's a long time to mess <laughs> up someone's name, Steph yeah. Lawrence. You're, uh, that was close. You're getting better. You're getting, you're getting better. You want to know something else I'm getting better at there, Seth? What? I heard you've been growing that mustache for a good Comedy. four months now. It's been a long time. Look at this testosterone coming in. You like oh, that? Wow! I started Seriously. growing this. Yeah, I started growing this mustache the other day. Yeah, well, you know, you're a caveman. You're a, a you're a caveman mountain man from the north. So, yeah. congratulations, I guess. I thought this would be better. I shaved my face for this. I thought he would be pain. <laughs> he would, he would suffer, but like, yes, I'll I, get, I can't wait to rub this over. Yeah. Here expression rub this over yeah. <laughs> very classic expression uh, i was gonna rub one over you <laughs> you didn't give me that satisfaction i am i am very jealous it's a fantastic mustache and uh covid 19 stash yeah it's nice i'm going to this how, how do you like it lana oh um <laughs> well, you know what now he looks more like a cop. Yes. So maybe we'll get some discounts when we, if we ever leave the house, yeah. get coffee or something. I'm a narc. He also <laughs> looks like a narc, so it's like. Mm. I'm a double undercover cop. Yeah, yeah. that's tough. I work for the drug guys. Like, I know what's that? Someone. Do you know that movie, Leonardo DiCaprio and? Uh... Right there. They're going like this. They're like... The Departed, they drink the cranberry departed. juice. Thank you. Yes, that's, that's it. That's for me. Take away from The Departed and they drink cranberry juice. Yeah, he's on his period. <laughs> that is from the I movie. I never got shot, so I ship it <laughs> out of Boston. But... That is from the movie. Very fun. So how are you two dealing with the quarantine? So happy. Excuse me. We've done <laughs> hip-hop abs two days Fun. Ago. We're getting wow. jacked. We're getting jacked. We're going to have ass. We really will. Yeah. Good. I'm excited for you both. That's great. Have you been working out? What have you been doing? I have been working on my garage. I've been trying to finish the garage. Building Um, a garage. Well, it's built. I'm trying to finish it. That is the inside. Insulating drywall so that we can use it. I want to I want a podcast out of there as opposed to... Oh, you want a garage that no one can hear you. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, private space. How's your uh, garage door close? It is a huge panel that swings up and swings down. It's terrible. 
You were like that. cowboy doors. I was trying to do the nineties trick where you trick them by going like that. You were I trying did. to get me to do a heil? Is that what you're trying no, to do? Oh, no, no, that's funny though. <laughs> <laughs> How does your garage door close? Uh, my garage door opens Ooh. like this. Good, very good. He can stay. Let's not kill him. Yeah. So, you like how's it been with a house full of kids, house full of wife, house full of Santa Right. It's been tough. You know, there have been some much bloodshed, many tears. It's been a great juice. Yeah, cranberry juice. How much? All on our periods. Oh, I no, hate it's it's been fine. It's been fine. The kids, we had to set some ground rules and set up sort of a schedule for the day so that the kids do some outside time. Yeah. Uh, and so that we get some, you know, some time boom, boom, during, mommy, daddy during out. naps. Oh. Yeah, the boom oh, boom mommy, time. Daddy needs to make breakfast. Yeah, exactly. Scramble eggs. Exactly. I need to, uh, cut up his sausage. <laughs> that's, violent. Black that's violent. <laughs> for her Cheerios. Okay, you're doing it wrong. You're just like, I'm doing... Because we're making breakfast. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's a, it's a, Gonna grease the pan. That kind of works. Okay, uh, grease yeah. the pan. Yeah, grease the pan. Crisco. Yeah. Uh, are you homeschooling your kids, or are they just lost cause? Did we go on that generation? Free range kids. Free range, free range parenting, Montessori school model. Uh, they are. We're doing homeschool, but we're going to start it in two weeks. Their teachers are coming up with packets and things for them to do. So we're going to probably go that online. How is what that? What do they think it is? Is they think it's an extended vacation, or do they like? Do they realize? Start uh, ahead, days ahead. It is their worst spring break ever, according to my daughter. So, <laughs> this is the worst spring COVID nineteen break ever. Yeah, yeah, and we got to tell her, you know, it got doubled essentially. You have two weeks with nothing, and then there will be some homeschool that'll happen. But she's not <laughs> impressed. How old is she? She's eight. Okay. List, yeah. Is she the oldest? Yeah. And then you have. So we have an eight-year-old, a five-year-old, and a one-year-old. Oh. Yeah. I've so, seen pictures. They all are very cute. They are adorable. The kids She's that I've abducted approved everyone. What's that? She's dealing with a 29-year-old. Yeah. Good. Yikes. <laughs> well, you know, we're making them packets. Right? Yeah, good. To go outside. You, have not been, you haven't been outside since. We opened the so, window for a little while. I've been drinking more wine. That's it. Yeah. Or Jesus blood, as you call it. Oh, that is not what I call it. But <laughs> it's called. That's the devil's drink. Wine is what? the blood. Yeah. I've been we don't. Drinking. We don't drink any alcohol. Not even for the uh, sacrament oh, for the I Eucharist. Red Bull the Catholics. The no, Red Bulls. Red, Red Bull. Bull gives you wings. It's the angel drink. Oh. Uh, Mormons support. <laughs> Ripple is the sponsorship for Mormons. Right. Are you that far. No yeah. Sam Lawrence on record saying that Red Bull is the sponsorship <laughs> for Mormons. No. no, this will be edited out. Oh, I wear the shirt. <laughs> so you don't uh, drink alcohol. Right. You don't drink caffeine, or do you? Uh, no, we do drink. I mean, I drink caffeine. There are some very hardcore members of the faith that claim no caffeine, but that has never been. That, that has never been. What's that? 
Do they feel better or closer to God than you? Probably. They might, but it's unjustly so. What if they get warm in heaven and God's got a sweet cafe? And I like, mean, I don't know. Their whole universe will implode, I'm guessing. But Whoa! God likes lattes? What? This is impossible. What would be God's signature drink? What do you think it is? Macchiato, for sure. Macchiato? The most, the most uh, God's drink. It's like his special. What's his special? Probably water, right? Holy. Holy water. Holy water? Holy well, water? It's an alcoholic drink, just so you know. Uh, is it? I don't think so. There's some bar out there that has a drink. <laughs> I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do. They also have the Bloody Mary, which is blasphemous. <laughs> And she was full of it. She, she was drunk a whole time. Full of blood. And she was pregnant. How could yep. she do that? Preggers. The Pregger Mary. Who? Bloody Mary. Mary. The mother Mary. of Jesus Christ. Actually, I think I think the Bloody Mary is not after Mary, the mother of Jesus. I think it's after Mary, Queen of Scots, who was killed, right? The Bloody Mary, who like killed a bunch of people. I think that's I like my answer, which I done no research. I feel like you have. <laughs> I just a gut instinct. I do a lot of research on alcoholic beverages just so that I know. Okay? Just so that I know. Ah, that's so weird. <laughs> so I can be cool at parties, you know? Well, I'm not. Oh, you drinking a, a gin and tonic? I happen to know that <laughs> gin and tonic goes in that drink. Great. <laughs> nice information, narc. I, I can tell you where that's from. Anyhow, where, where are you both from, speaking of origin stories? Okay. Uh, I'll be talking to the one. Yes. Um, I'm from Frenchtown, New Jersey. Very small oh. rural town. Yeah. Any French I'm spoken in the French town? town? I, what did you say? Is there any French spoken in Frenchtown, New Jersey? Yes, but just because it's like the name of our town. Do you speak yeah. English? Oh, petit. Oh, I'm too petit peu de français. So you were in a French town? Loaded toilet. I was born in Trenton Hospital. Oh, yeah, my mom took out her earrings and then pushed. Wow, good for her. No, she had a C-section. They cut my mom. That's how Trenton my birth was. Yeah. They cut my mom too, but they uh, that's because they didn't like her. They used a bear call. Like, (laughs) someone stepped on my shoes. C-section. Yeah. Was it for your enormous head? That's no, for my enormous head. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. How many people have dropped that on this podcast? Man, so so many. Reed, you're not the first. Every podcast episode, so it's like, yeah, my enormous cock. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. Every single time. The Baba Booey, you're, you're Howard Stern. Ah, <laughs> oh, brother. And where are you from, Reed? I was born, and I know the hospital name too. It's called St. John's Hospital. And I go, London, Ontario, Canada. London, Ontario. London, Ontario, because if I say London, where do you think? Everyone thinks You don't have a a nice accent. I do look like I have an Irish, no, an English mustache. A bit. Like I could be a Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, maybe. Watson. Or a Watson. I'm not your Watson. I'm your sidekick. You're my Watson. No, I'm I give not. you Watson. You're my Watson. Read. Don't oh. touch me. <laughs> is, that, is this man bothering you? I'm being quarantined right now. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> oh, my God. Out he goes. Out he goes. That's deadly. I found a yeah. cure. 
Now we can really talk. Now we can really chat. Yeah. Now, you two made a decision to have Reed come back from Canada yes. right before quarantine hit. I'll tell you what the decision was. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And a couple of people were talking to me and they were saying, Reed, why don't you stay in Canada? You got free health care. Well, I got news for you. My health care expired because I left the country for six months. And it's gone. Canada. Is so that right? Stay in Canada, but I had nowhere to stay besides my mom's house. That is a place in to London, stay. Ontario. A sixty-six-year-old yeah. woman that could be exposed to the coronavirus by and you. Have you kind of talked for five minutes a day? Yeah. Or I come back home with my beautiful girlfriend and quarantine here. Right. And so and you decided, like, is what happens. So I came back here. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Good for you. And did you get nasal swabbed at the border? You want to know what happened? You want to know what happened? No. I, got into, I went to Dallas first. No one said anything. They okay. said, you know, Cowboys. And I was like, Cowboys. <laughs> and I went on a plane to go to LAX. And I texted Lana and I said, this is probably going to be like five or six hours after getting on this plane. I get out there. I walk for five minutes. I mean, <laughs> that's it. it was no one tested crazy. me. Like, no nothing. one... No one swabbed you? Nothing. I think it was just confidence. Maybe <laughs> that mustache. I had sunglasses on, uh, a little roller skate thing, you know, like, <laughs> kind of like, you know, as many as you can, like Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. Just go like that. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe you weren't swabbed. Yeah, we're so fucked. I swabbed other people. I mean, Lana's, Lana's basically a carrier now. You've oh, made her I, a carrier. I honestly do think that I might be a little <laughs> Yeah. It's not a cool thing to talk about. My gosh. I'm feeling like the pressure. I'm feeling very hot. Any nausea? No. I think nausea is one of the symptoms. So. Like my head kind of hurts and I kind of feel like a little achy. It's a slight dry, yeah. which is... What <laughs> you've been having. No, mine is out of rudeness. <laughs> just just inter interrupting check. constantly. Check. I've yeah. constantly been a character where I want the check. <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> ooh, as long as as long as Lana, you're not feeling nause nauseous every morning, you're probably safe. From multiple things too. Yeah. Well, okay, this is what I think. Speaking of nauseous, that's reminded me of morning sickness. I think a lot of people that are going to be quarantined, I think they're going to be having sex, and I think yeah. December there's going to be like a whole bunch of Corona babies. Yeah, I'm calling them Cove Kids. <laughs> Good. She we have been, a name for them. She would have been yeah. pushing this this whole time. I have not been doing wow. that. She has. She wants a Corona baby. She's got Corona baby fever. Yeah, here. the Corona baby maker is ticking. Yeah, your Corona baby clock is ticking. No, you want a cool baby. It's part of the Corona generation. Yeah, they're going to be called the, the COVID generation. They're they're very be, sad. They're going to be crazy. In case though. of the Corona. They're going to be so built up. They're going to be all homeschooled, just crazy kids. Maybe, like, even smarter? No, no, no. No, of our chickens, no. Um, <laughs> yeah, I doubt it. I d <laughs> Not anything against you. A lot against me. With right, right. Uh, it's not like you said we. R R G. Well, it takes two to tango. Two to tango. Now, how long have you each been doing comedy is what I want to know. And then I want to get into religion. I know this is the U.S. Census. Uh I'm just Did you get counted? Have here. you filled out your census, by the way? I have. For both of us. She did it against my will, which I think is against the law. Your will does not count because you're a Canuck? 
I have uh, what I like to call what I call a cuck. You're a cuck. You're just trying to call me a cuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it is American citizenship over there. <laughs> so you're a dual citizen. So did you count him in your household, Lana? I did. I can vote in the election. Ooh, gross. I'm the decider. <laughs> and I got some wild ideas. Yeah, I bet you do. So uh, how long have you each been doing comedy? Let's get back to that. Yeah, let's go. I'm in my second year of stand-up. But nice. I've done improv for like eight years. Oh, wow. And where did you do improv? At the People's Improv Theater in New York City. And then over here, I was over at LA Connection Comedy Theater, oh, and yeah. I did Groundlings for a little bit, and Upright Citizens Brigade. Ah, the UCB. You've hit every major school out here. Look at you. Wow, very fun. So, how did uh, did you have you done stand up only in New York? I mean, or only in LA? Or did you start in New York with stand up? No, I just started in LA. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. And how is the improv scene in L.A. versus in New York? Um, I mean, I feel like improv people are all kind of like the same type of breed of creature. Yeah. They're kind of, they're all like Crazy smart. positive. Yes, they're all like quirky and like, you know. Nauseating. They're all nauseating. Go check on the car. It's full of crabs. Like, Grandma, I told you to put down the hammer. You gotta go check the car. It's full of elephants. Oh. Unbelievable. He always comes back. Sweet the scene. Okay, he did a good edit. Good. Ooh, how'd that feel on the elbow? Some people do the shark, which is very funny. Oh, is that how they They clear the board? They do a shark. Like, and I have to make that. The Josh noise. Hey, Killer, how long have you been doing comedy? Yeah. I never claimed to. Five days? How long has the coronavirus been around? Oh my gosh, stop it. Ten (laughs) miserable years. Ten years. Yeah. And did you start in improv as well? (laughs) No. Uh, not that I'm against improv. Sketch. You started with sketch. I started with sketch comedy. I started with stand-up as well, but I quit that four times. Okay. Oh, really? Wow. Hard. I'm probably quit again. I like it. Yeah. I did so, sketch for ten yeah. years. I celebrate ten years with my group in Toronto called Best of Friends. We're all best friends who wear vests. Oh, gross. You get it? Yeah, I, I think I got it. No one in Canada gets it. No one in Canada does. They've never seen a vest. Well, that's because they're cuckucks. All right, that's not a good trend. Uh, <laughs> I've been doing stand-up. I did for three months before I moved out to Los Angeles in 2016, so I've been doing it around uh, three and a half years. I guess I'm coming up on four. Yeah, nice. Yes, man, what money you... I made from it? Uh, $150. <laughs> Is that pretty close? Hold on, we just have to talk with when you make that big ha ha ha, yeah, loud, it doesn't seem like you're supporting. Well, you. no, it's not. It's just like I'm like ha, like you were right. You were thinking of something else at the same time. No, like he said it, and I was like ha ha, like you won it, like you got it. That's right. Okay. We're on the same team. All right, back in, back in. Okay. Oh, Dwight. Oh, look at a kitty. I have a kitty cat. Anyhow, I just I thought I'd. Off this whole time. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm just sitting on him. He's very comfy and warm. 
What if we pulled out the reveal that we're also saying? Oh, that'd be a fun reveal. Fun reveal. So you got you got 150 three weeks ago, uh, oh, beating God. out all the small fries at the hey, fourth wall no, comedy competition. Huh? Huh? There's a couple of jumbo shrimps in there. Is that right? Oh, that? Who was who is your biggest competition in that in in that competition? Do you same think? competition all the time, always myself? <laughs> oh, nice! I like that answer. That's great. Very good. You know who? So why did you quit comedy or stand up four times, Reed? Three or four times. Uh, the first time, too hard. You know, I didn't like going to those open mics. I was nineteen yeah. and I needed to get a job, and I was like, "This is stupid." So I went back into it when I was 22, and I was like, that was like two weeks. Like, that was hard again. Wait a minute. Yeah. You say you quit. Was it like a thing not... that you proclaimed to yourself? You're like, I'm done with this. <laughs> I just mainly focused on sketch comedy. So you uh, just switched gears. Yeah, I was still doing comedy, but like. Yeah, yeah, but not like, stand-up. I'm getting nothing out of this one. I was getting more success out of sketch. Okay. No money, but I was getting more So you more shifted success. your focus. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Sure. Okay, so what has brought you back the most recent time? Why do you keep coming back to stand-up, Reed? Yeah. I mean, why do you keep doing this? What's the guy that says and I don't? Why do you keep going back to it? <laughs> In layman's terms? Yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah. In layman's, layman's terms. terms. That's the only terms I want to hear. The cheap frills. Oh! Do you That's... say frills or frills? Thrills. Okay. Thrills. They're multiple yeah. yeah, I only get it from going to doing stand-up comedy. They're, they're consistent. I can get four or five thrills a night. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, yeah. It's, I gotta wait a whole month to get maybe five thrills. I so see. You. Right now, are you still doing sketch or improv? Read. Yes, improv you do both. Not so much. Ah, so sketch improv. and stand-up. Yes. And where are you doing sketch? I do a sketch of a month, uh, monthly show at the pack with a team called Hot City. Hot City. Hot I City. Love Hot City. Hot City. Hot and, City. And, uh, oh, so Atlanta, are you doing improv still? Um, right now I'm not. Yeah. But that's always something that I, um, like I always pick it back up and I always love it. And then I'm like, okay, like I'm going to do something else. But I feel like improv's always going to be there. Yeah. Yeah, your safety. Yeah. Like Reed. Like, I don't have a safety net. Like Reed. <laughs> yeah. I have a fishing net, man. Reed will always be there. Uh, I don't so, want to do it then. I become a fisherman. I told you this. Yeah, we talked about your yeah, fisherman. I'm going to become a fisherman. Yeah. If all fails. Are you going to get a Newfoundlander hat? Are you? All right, Seth. You know one of our provinces. Let's see if you can name the other nine. There's three territories and ten Quebec? provinces. Quebec? Oh, shit. He's on a hot start. Ontario? Okay, that's two. <laughs> Vancouver, British Columbia. Same thing, baby. One city, one's the province. Oh, all right. Well, then British Columbia is the province. Mm-hmm. Nunavut is your territory. So. Nunavut. Eat it, sucker. Well, I've never seen someone confidently answer six out of the thirteen and then say <laughs> eat it, sucker. I did it. I thought you said name three. Ter- I thought you said name three provinces in a territory. I said, I said name them all. That's like me naming seven states and say I know all fifty, name which I do not. Uh, Saskatchewan, uh, province. Yeah, well, I know it's uh, one of its cities. Uh, I don't know. 
and no one else Saskatchewan cares. Saskatchewan still exists, this. which I don't believe that this place exists. Saskatchewan. Lake Titicaca? Is, Lake Titicaca is close. Uh, it's called Saskatoon. Oh, yeah. Shitty Cartoon Network, like Saskatoon. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. another city called Regina. Oh, yes. Of course. Those two cities reside in the same silly town. It's a province called Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan. I don't care about it. I'll never go there. Come on. Now, cut to me 20 years, open up a shop. I'm listening to Seth. What do you both like about stand up? (laughs) Oh, that gives me. Like. What do we like? Fair enough. Confer. Stupid. It's just a way to like express our art, I guess. Okay. Okay. I like money. No, no, no. You want something else. I've only got $150 of money for her. Hey. I like about it. I lost it on the way home. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Lana, please. I like that it's just a chance for you to connect with people. Yeah. I love that. I like people shutting up and listening to me for a good five to 20 minutes. (laughs) That's what I like. A good dictatorship. Because I have yeah. a power stick in my hand, a wand per se, and oh, people. I'm so glad you shut up. I got a wand to talk. It's the wand. I so love it. Talking wand. about a microphone and not, anyway. Wingardium Leviosa. Um, well, you know there is something magical about making people laugh. There is absolutely. What's that inquisitive look about, Doctor Watson? You say yeah, when, when, uh, when Guardian Leviosa or Guardian Leviosa? Leviosa, obviously. Okay. Good. Unbelievable. Right. Good. She's... What do you think about it, Reed? I think it's it so far. It's a place to say a bunch of silly words and get laughs. laughs. I can take insane thoughts in my brain, put yeah. that into the mic, amplify it so everyone can hear it. And then yeah. some of them laugh at it. Sometimes it hurts because now they're, yeah. they're sometimes they're true thoughts that I have, and they laugh. At now, where do you each get your inspiration for your material? A lot of people <laughs> like me just use my life, but I mean, Reed, your jokes are usually incredibly insane. Some are life experiences, but others are not. Like your train bit doesn't really seem to be. It's a life experience. Super based on real life. It was. The beginning, the premise, I suppose. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. why we take most jokes. Because it's a little true. bit of truth. To it, and then you embellish. And then you make I, it haven't, I haven't quite seen anybody else embellish the way that you do, Reed. And I want to know where that comes from. What sick, twisted place? <laughs> I guess I got a different track of a brain here. Uh, my best case of my old sketch buddies, uh, they were writing a sketch, and this guy was writing a sketch about like how that was a, like an AA meeting, but for a group of jealous boyfriends. So okay, they would be okay. together, and I said like, yeah, I don't like when my girlfriend does this, uh, uh, does that. And he was looking for like kind of like a, a little joke off the top to do it. And he walked into my room, and he asked me, Reed, what would be something if you were a jealous boyfriend that you would bring up at a meeting right away? And my first thought was like, uh, Sometimes I go to my uh, go to her work dressed up as her just to see what guys would hit on me. <laughs> I mean, I've nice. been on a couple of dates. 
But that means she's cheating on me. What's <laughs> and that was my first spot to go to that extreme. Yeah, I don't like the the normal. I like to go to the the farthest first, and then maybe find a way of justifying it. Yeah, well, it's very like, fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very fun. Now, Lana, where do you get your inspiration from? Um, I probably get most stuff like you, just like stuff that's going on in my life, stuff that I notice around me. Yeah, and do you try to exaggerate as much as Reed does? Not as much as Reed does. Um, not as much as that. But there are some things where, like, um, like something funny will happen, and yeah. I'm like, okay, like, that thing that actually happened, that's, like, the seed of something that, like, could be, like, a lot funnier if, like, you know? If some if other things were placed and... And happen. Yeah. 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 Um, Very fun. All right. Now I want to get into uh, religion. Are you guys ready for this? Oh, we're losing you. Sorry. Uh, we're oh, no. Hail Satan. Hail Satan. <laughs> <laughs> now, are, are you a Satanist, Reed? Because word on the street is you like the guy in red. Uh, I don't mind him. He's got some good ideas. <laughs> Not everyone's for him. He some crazy notions. Yeah. He's good. He's got a, I got a list. Sometimes so now, how are you each brought up? How are you each brought up in religious homes or no? Yeah, I was raised Catholic. I went to a Catholic school. I had a mom who was there Catholic. She every time she lost her keys, she would say, "Jesus is lost and Mary found her." Jesus is lost and Mary found her, which I don't think God really wants to be bothered with, or you know, comparing so, Jesus being lost in some market. You know, some story. <laughs> Yeah, yes, yes. It says the expression, Jesus was lost and Mary found her. Jesus was lost and Mary found her. My mom would always do that when she lost her. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I was like, yeah. hey, Ma, I'm pretty sure that's not what Mary was talking about. Don't <laughs> <laughs> compare our one and Lord, Jesus Christ, to your keys. I mean, it's, it's a similar right? issue. You've lost yeah, something lost. important and you want to find it. I doubt her keys would say that they were about their father's business, though. That's... <laughs> probably not the way that story would end so and lana you did not grow up in a religious household not at all yeah like, so, at yeah. all yeah she's the good one <laughs> okay but like the thing is like most of my friends they grew up probably christian they all went to ccd and stuff and they all would do church go to church they all do church they all do church yeah yeah and my mom grew up catholic my dad Sort of grew up Jewish. I don't really know. Um, so when they Epstein. yeah, right, sure, and only it checks out. I would say. So so. Yeah, you they, did your twenty-three and me. Aren't you like forty-three percent? I think I'm twenty-nine Ashkenazi Jew. Oh, wow, that's the real kind. Yeah, the real right. deal. The real deal. But when my so... kids, they were like, you know what? We knew what it was like to grow up with religion, kind of just like pushed on us. Yeah. So we're just going to let them believe whatever they want. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I never really went to church or read the Bible or anything like that. Well, no one reads the Bible. It gets read to them by a pastor at a church. And you're like, okay. Have you read the Bible? Yeah, I've read the Bible. And it's not read to people by a field, Reed. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Read? <laughs> I'm going to say the Bible on tape, like a book on tape. Yeah, you can listen, I listen to it. it. Who would you listen to it but narrated by? 
obvious choice would be Morgan Freeman, but I'm going to throw in a curveball here. Give me a second. Right, right, right. Zoe Deschanel? Oh, could be fun. Could be real fun. I mean, I feel like are you asking just... A good job. That would be great. Yeah. Are you asking which celebrity I would like to narrate the Bible? I see you. That's a long book. I mean, Patrick Stewart would be fun. Ooh, that's pretty good. That'd be very fun. That'd make me 100% believe. Excuse me. Sir Patrick Stewart. Sir Patrick Stewart. Live long and prosper. She did this thing, and I did the star. I think you got okay. it. All royalty. Uh, so, Lana, have you ever had questions like why you're here on this earth? Like deeper meet questions of the soul? Or has it just been, you know, you're happy and, and no worries? Oh, it definitely has not been um, no worries. Um, I don't know. I I feel like I'm a pretty deep thinker. <laughs> and Looking for confirmation for me. Yes, a lot of her. <laughs> I'm not religious, but yeah, fair enough. Like a typical thing of saying that, like you know, like but I am spiritual. Like I'm very connected to like energy and like woo woo stuff. Wait, what? What kind of stuff? Woo? You yeah, say woo woo. Like, what is that? She keeps crystals in her bra. That's what that is. Crystals. Yeah. Yeah. She's are you are do you really do you really believe in crystals? Um, no? I kind of do. Yeah, fair enough. Look, I believe in what sounds very silly to other people. So this is not a place of judgment. I'm just genuinely just condemn her right now. Yeah. But you crystals you are, are so stupid. stupid. Uh, <laughs> no, see I don't so I'll give you a chance at the end. But just so you know, I don't know how much either of you know about Mormonism, but our, one of our claims to sort of authority is that our prophet of the Restoration, Joseph Smith, translated the Book of Mormon, which he found and originally were gold plates written in Reformed Egyptian that he found in a hill near his home in upstate New York and that he translated using magic seer stones and a hat at first, where he put these stones in a hat, and he would look in the hat. So all I'm saying is, I believe in some weird things, so I'm not going to judge you if you believe in crystals, sure. uh, even though clearly they're ridiculous. But go on, please. <laughs> so what is, the, what is the belief behind the crystals? Because I've heard things like they're charged in the sun and that there are different crystals for different energies, for different things. Yeah. And I mean, like, I feel like for me, it's just like one little tool in the toolbox that you have, you know, oh, I feel like sure. I'm very, very sensitive to like a lot of things, but like, especially to like different energies, like, you know, when you walk into a room and you can just kind of like get a vibe from someone, whether it's like, oh, yeah. I should probably like stay away from them. Or even if like you're attracted to someone, you're like, I don't know what is going on, but like, I am like so into, into this, that. you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah, and I'm really to tuned in like to to this. Yeah, to that. All of it. When we first met, I was secretly wearing forty crystals. <laughs> you were not. You were smoking meth. It's not the same. Thing. Yes, it's the same thing. <laughs> it's the power of crystals. Selling. I was crystals. smoking forty worth of crystals. Or were you on mushrooms? Listen. All the I've done listen. All of this. listen. Uh, so what is? 
a, a crystal, what is your crystal of choice? Do you believe in all of them or just uh, certain yeah. ones? What, sorry? Uh, I mean, there's like a whole book of like different crystals and like what the healing properties are. Here's our Himalayan salt lamp right there. Oh, <laughs> that is a but big one. There are certain... Do you have that plugged in or how is it emitting light? Yeah, it's just plugged into the wall. Okay. Just a normal change. little light. Yeah. yeah. Kind of disappointing. I mean, so, yeah. It'd be great if you pull it out and it's still lighting. That would be cool. Yeah. And I'd be a true believer. I'm easily switched to any religion that can wow me. <laughs> Read the fickle spirited one. You should check out Scientology. I have been 17 times since I've been here. I, yeah. I've taken so many e meter tests. I don't know. It's crazy. <laughs> Seems like a lot. That's why I have all those white shirts in my closet. That's why you're so clear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Crystal of Choice, which one is, which one do you love the most and why? I, there's three that I really like. Okay. I like Amethyst. Okay. That's like a pretty purpley one. And yeah, what's it for? What is the Amethyst? That one is for spiritual protection. So you're not really letting any bad, like bad vibes in or anything like that. Got and it. it enhances, um... Like psychic ability and stuff like that. So like psychic that ability, mm-hmm. like like seeing into other people's thoughts, emotions, future well, predictions. I'm just trying to I'm just trying to understand. I feel like for me, it's it just kind of like opens me up a little bit. So instead okay. of just like yeah, 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 and then I like citrine. That's like a yellowy one, and uh-huh. that's stone of abundance. So, All right, gold. I get it. Yeah, I like yeah. it, and it's also the same color as your solar plexus chakra, where you get all your power. Okay. So that's something. And then I like rose quartz because that's all about like love, like gentle love. Oh. These are all the names of teas. I've seen these <laughs> in the grocery store. Yeah, well, they're herbs or stones. You know, uh-huh. amethyst is for sure a mineral, right? Are they all named after minerals? I would think so, if they're supposed to be crystals, anyway. Listen, they know crystals. They don't know minerals. Okay, unbelievable. So so what do you each uh, – well, I guess, Reed, you were raised Catholic. Still Catholic? Do you identify as Catholic or not at I all? I would identify it as the prodigal son. You familiar okay. with that story? Yeah, I know that story. I'm familiar Tell with that story. You good. identify as a story? Yeah. Well, as you a character – I like the story. As a character I, from I like the story. Catcher in the Rye, but I'm like, I'm Catcher in the Rye, look it up. I love like, Catcher in the Rye, Chapter 3, when he calls them a bunch of ponies. I like that chapter. Oh, my god. I don't do the whole book. Yeah. You got to read every chapter. Like, I'm just, my name's Reed. So, which character, as the prodigal son, the one that leaves and comes, and comes back? Yeah. So, do you feel one like you're on your... boring and gambling, takes all the wealth that the father gave him from the land. Yeah. He goes by, he spends it, he loses it all. Yeah. Comes back. All's forgiven. Well, kind of. He gets of. up scot free. Uh, like, yeah, he did that, all that stuff. I think he missed, you may have missed the story a bit. I but in, in, <laughs> So you're, where are you on your journey? Are you still out whoring? Because that's kind of offensive. Oh, uh, yeah. Are you? I am <laughs> spiritually whoring. <laughs> 
What is that? Are you fucking ghosts? What's happening? And he's like checking out the other religions. I'm having fun, seeing what's going on, seeing where the meaning of it all is. Uh, oh, so are you sure? Have they come back to this path? Yes, in a low key way. <laughs> oh, okay. It's not an everyday like I have other things to deal with. The COVID nineteen. I don't know if you heard of it. <laughs> Seems like you're really worried about it. I um, like I said, I just I want to see my options. It's like I'm on The Bachelor. God's my first right. impression, Rose. Like yeah. yeah. And all yeah. that. I try to relate it to you. <laughs> she loves watching The Bachelor. And I gotta see all these other kind right. of religions. So do you. Yes, I do love it. So fun. You gotta check it out. Seth. Yeah. So now I'm fun. down. I just it's out of my life, my path. I gotta go through these like these obstacles, these little dates with other religions to figure out which one's true to me. And I think yeah. I should be able to come back. And then. All right. So so where do you both uh, I mean, spiritually, spirituality-wise, what do you believe in? Do you believe in a grander purpose? Do you believe we're connected? Is there nothing? Where Where do you each stand? Not nothing, because that's boring. And anyone that says nothing, I'm always like, you are not creative. <laughs> oh, all right. Yeah. Some Some claim they're more courageous in being good, upstanding people and still believing in nothing afterward. That it takes those real people, courage. Those people, I'm like, what are you doing it for? I don't understand those at all. That's uh, that's my. But there's a lot more atheist people that are like just like they're generally good people, but like, right. I think we come back. Reincarnation. Yeah, I think it's like I don't think of it as just like life is like this like thing that's just like like I think it's like an ever moving cycle. cycle. Yeah. yeah. And we've been introduced that through our whole life. We always get cycles. We get sure. we have a beginning, middle, and end, and then it repeats. Yeah. Like yeah. the Bible has a beginning, a middle, and end. We're going to wait for the third Bible to come out. It's going to be great. It's going to be so good. Something good. Can't wait. So Vin Diesel is going to play Jesus. Paul Walker's so coming back as the son of Jesus Christ. Oh, boo, 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 boo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's going to be great. Oh my goodness! Are you talking about movies? You're not talking about books. We, hey, books will get adapted to movies. Stick with yeah. us. We're talking big pictures here. We're Hollywood. Oh my gosh! Turn your book into a movie. So reincarnation. Do you think we come back as people? Is it the possibility we come back as animals or trees or? I think if you're already a person, you probably lived other lives as like plants and then you worked your way up to like animals and then with people I feel like every lifetime there's like you're given like weaknesses and strengths you know yeah and I feel like in this lifetime the weaknesses that have presented themselves for you you have your whole life to like work on those and yeah that's what I think so do you believe in a nirvana because it's a very Hindu idea to Mm -hmm. come back you know, and sort of progress depending on choices we make as the living thing we are. And then when you're perfect, you reach nirvana, right? This sort of perfect state of being where you join, join with God. Do you believe in a heaven or a God, an end, or is it just reincarnation forever? You got different type of religions. You take your best part. Excuse me. There are two different things happening (laughs) right right now. So Reed's asking you if you cherry pick. Are you cherry picking from religions? Oh, like picking and choosing? The best things, yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. Whenever I talk to people that have been brought up in like 
religions, they're like, okay, they're always trying to like, ca like categorize it. They're like, okay, so like, are you saying it's like a little Christian and a little this, or is it like a little this? I don't know anything about any of those things. Sure. I just know like the shit that I've, sorry, the stuff that I've heard, I'm like, oh yeah, I like that. That yeah. feels good, that feels true to me. I feel like something about, like even saying the word God to me is like a little scary. Interesting. Because for me to put like all of my belief and like to live my life like under this powerful thing that I should also like kind of like feel bad if I disappoint like that force or like feel like shameful if I do things that like don't align with like what this thing thinks, even though I think completely different, that to me like doesn't like I don't like that. I don't like putting uh -huh. all of my like power into like something that I'm like, oh, I don't know, when I like can put that into me and like try to be the best person that I can be. Right, right. All right. And Reed, where do you stand on on uh, ends of times? Real quick, do you think when we reincarnate, we still have like the memories of our old selves as a human? Like I'm a plant and the whole time I'm like, ah, what am I doing here? Like it's a switch body. Yeah. What I'm saying is, is it a Freaky Friday? Am I genuinely Curtis or am I Lindsay Lohan? Is what I want to know. Sure. But, it's a valid question. Freaky Friday is whole life. I mean, I wonder about this too with reincarnation. If you get in touch with your past lives, past experiences, or not. I don't know. Well, I think the people that we meet that we feel that really, really, really strong connection to, that you're like, oh my God, like I feel like I've known you before. Like, I feel like you have in different lives, but you're just playing different roles. Sure. And I feel like some people that show up that are like giving you a really hard time, it's like, okay, they're trying to teach you a lesson because in your last lifetime, like you didn't get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and do you believe in gender? Does a man always come back as a man or as a I male plant? Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Our memories get erased a little bit, kind of like uh, in Man of Life. I can continue to quote movies. Uh, Please do. Yeah, I don't, want, I don't want any genuine thought from you, Reed. I just want quotes. No, I know. Go ahead. Uh, What's your quote what? from Man Black? Because I think it has to be something afterwards. Otherwise, it's good that we don't know what's afterwards. Because imagine we did. Like, I know that... Uh, Everyone would be killing themselves. Yeah, so we'd be even suicide. Like, if I get a parking ticket, I'm like, fuck that. I want to kill myself. <laughs> I'm not paying It's going to go on anyway. Yeah, like, I'm five years old. I'm like, you're going to yeah. be... Girl, you're gonna get to be five four height. I'm like, no, thank you. I'm coming back six four. Reset. Bye. You're into the video game reset. That's what yeah. You're it's like do over, do over. And I get creative with my decks. Yeah. Um, now, now, what you said was interesting because there is a quote from Joseph Smith where he says, "If if everyone had seen heaven, a, a so in Mormonism we believe in tears of heaven." That is stages of heaven, sort of uh, different levels, if you want, of heaven. Okay, and so Joseph Smith is quoted as saying this: this lowest level of heaven, if people knew what was there and how wonderful it was, even though it's the lowest level, people would kill themselves to get there. Mm-hmm. So the lowest yeah. level of heaven. Yeah, even to so just because it's so amazing. How long you wait for it, like. Being in line for something, and you're like, oh, I can just kill myself and I'll get to the front? Well, I mean, Mormon heaven is quite large, and the traditional idea of hell is very, very small in Mormonism. Can you, question, in the Mormon religion, 
Are you able to redeem yourself from being in hell to be able to make it back into heaven? Because I don't like the part like no one's unredeemable. It's like, oh, you did that, you go to hell, you're just there for the eternity. I think everyone should be redeemable. There are, I think there are a couple ways to answer your question. One is if you're talking uh, Mormon idea of hell, the way that you get to the Mormon idea of hell, which we call outer darkness, is to have a sure knowledge of Jesus Christ. You have to know for sure that he exists, okay? That he was and is the Son of God, was resurrected, did everything that he said he did in the Bible, okay? Sure knowledge of that. You deny that knowledge and try to get other people to deny the knowledge. That gets you in outer darkness. And so probably not. There's probably not a way to repent your way out of that. Now, if you're talking if you're, ta- if you're talking about like, hey, this guy killed 50 people and died, we mm-hmm. actually believe that if he didn't have a sure knowledge of Jesus Christ, he's going to the lowest level of heaven. The lowest now, level. Right. Now, can he repent? What? Do you think we're on the lowest level of heaven right now? No. No. Now is earthly existence. Wow. Yeah. So there is a split in thought on whether or not that guy could actually repent over eternity and progress. I think most in my religion would say no, he cannot. But there's there there's perhaps an argument and some who would say he might be able to. Everyone likes the anti-hero. I mean, not that anti-hero. Yeah, villain that kind of turns it around. Yeah. I don't think we I are. Mean... We are certainly in a culture that likes that likes the villains, right? Breaking Bad. I mean, everybody loves Walter White, and he was not a very good person. Mm-hmm. You know. Anyhow, interesting. All right. Any other questions? I want to give you both a, a, a time to ask me. Uh, anything you are curious about regarding Mormonism? This is a new segment we're doing this season of Disorganized Religion called What's the Deal with Mormons? So, <laughs> any. Um, uh, so, wait, yeah. so you were raised Mormon or like in a Mormon household? Yes. Yeah, both of my parents. My dad is what we called born in the faith. His parents were both members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter day Saints. My mom converted when she was 25 ish. Because of your dad, or that before? Before, yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, and your kids are raised Mormon. Yeah. Only yeah. So. We're still. My wife and I still go to church. I mean, not now that everything's on quarantine, but <clears throat> but yeah, every Sunday we would go to church. We hold services in our house right now, which is kind of fun. Uh, ten people. There's no way that's kind of fun. Though, right? No, it's so fun. No, it's great. It's great. Our church is like 15, 20 minutes long. And we just do – it's just me and the kids and the wife. 15, 20 minutes long doesn't seem like enough. That's totally enough. All yeah. you need – all we need every every week is the sacrament. That's the only big ordinance what's, that we what's, what's the time length on a Mormon church mass? So now it's two hours. When I was growing up, well, okay, hold on, hold on. So mass, mass is different, right? What we're talking about is is what we would call sacrament meeting, which is one hour. Then we do a Sunday school and a relief society, which is where all the women go, and an elders quorum, which is all where all the men go. 
uh, different lessons, and the kids go to what we call primary for their Sunday school times. So that's another hour. So church is two hours total, but sacrament meeting is just one hour. When I was growing up, it was three hours long. It Why was they cut it down an hour? What that? What's that? Why they cut it down an hour? They're like, hey, this is too much. We don't this need your a, time. We don't need a Yeah, I think it was. I think it's a culmination of things. The church has gotten bigger. It's gotten into different parts of the world that have different cultural requirements, you know, and um, different different things. So they've shortened it, I think, just to make it easier for people to attend. But it so, used to be three hours. That's terrible. Okay. So I went to Israel a couple of years ago because I'm just Jewish enough to have a birthright trip. Right. So I Front went on it. Yeah. And they like took us around Israel and we learned all about like being Jewish and all that stuff. So there is something that um, Jews do on Friday night called Shabbat. Yeah. And basically it's like they all have a dinner with like your family and you turn off like all of the electricity, you put away your phone and you just spend time with your family for 24 hours. Right. Yeah. And, um, and I thought that was like a really cool tradition that you had where it's like you're coming together as a family, you're being spiritual and you're like really in your thing. And then you're spending time with each other. Do yeah. Mormons have something like that where it's uh, like it's a family experience, this thing together? Yeah. Similarly, uh, I mean, growing up, it was called, we called it family home evening. So mm -hmm. there was one evening. It was never really a full day. I mean, Sunday typically is when we go to church and when you're encouraged to spend time with family. Yeah. Uh, and friends, but we never would like turn off all electronics, you know. Um, well, but family, why not? Because man, can you imagine spending a whole day with your family? It's awful. Well, Come on, emails. Yeah, right. You got to stay and stay connected. Uh, family home evening, though, was something that was started. I don't remember when, uh, but it was certainly there when I was growing up, and is still encouraged now. Uh, at the time, it was every Monday night. So Monday night was set aside by people of our faith, my faith, for family time. Mm -hmm. Now now they say any evening that works. <laughs> okay, so you can, like, you get to choose. I like now, that. Now we, yeah, now we get to choose. Yeah. I mean, Monday honestly, it was always... It was always make it work for your family, but we encourage you to set aside Monday night as the night. Mm -hmm. Now they say just make time as a family one evening a week. To like spend our, you know, I hate Mondays. Let's uh, switch it up. Well, you know, sometimes people have jobs that they can't, you know, they're, they're out Monday night, right? Like they can't be there. That's <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Do the Mormons have that? Because where did Joseph Smith originate from? What city? What uh, American city did he originate from? Uh, I mean, I where did he find those plates again? What what city? It was in Palmyra where he found the plates. Palmyra, New York. What, New York. Yeah. So is that like a birthright for all Mormons? They get to get like a, a bus, a great house. <laughs> No, I mean, here's, you're going to So Mormons really claim, okay, so Jews were like the first chosen people of God, right? That's Old Testament. That's Old Testament, okay? Mormons, we believe that our religion is an extension of the Jewish faith from the Old Testament. So we believe that 
the Jews messed up in not picking Christ as their savior, not knowing that he was their Messiah, right? So theologically, Jews are still waiting for the Messiah to come to deliver them. That's why we're so fucking patient. That's it. If someone came around nowadays, someone's like, hey, I'm the, the, the son of Christ. No one would believe him. I mean, maybe not. No. But well, I, think, something like, I think a lot of people like would. six Super Bowls or something. Well, there's no one that's done that. You're talking about Tom Brady right now? If he said he was the son of God. Come on. I would believe it. You would be wrong. Would I? <laughs> yes. I would have all of Boston support me. I'm going... I- about Mormons. Yeah. Okay. I have a question about Tom Brady. So, is Mormonism kind of like um, Christianity, where it's like there's like an umbrella of other things? Because there's this show on Netflix about (laughs) a family of Mormon people, and they like put dynamite in a rock and blew it out, and then built a town inside of it, Utah. And there's a guy, and he has like three different wives. Oh, big love. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Good. Not enough love. And yeah. so, and like everyone's on board. Like it's not like everyone's like very open and communicative. And they're like, yeah, like my mom was a sister wife. Like this is like how I would only raise my family. Have you and yeah. your wife like talked about that before you got married? Or you're like, no, no, no. You, me, that's it. Right. Um, would you want more wives? Will you take that one? <laughs> I mean. I cook. I know. That's amazing. That's great. You guys would be. I mess. Yeah, you're welcome to visit us anytime. Uh, The he won't get out of of the polygamy thing. The polygamy thing um, started in what the early 1800s, and it came about in modern times. You know, with Joseph Smith, largely because of questions that he was asking while translating the Bible. He was doing a retranslation of the Bible and did not finish it. So we don't, we don't have all of it. We have some of the New Testament that he did because he was, he was killed. He was killed when he was was right as replay. He just couldn't do it. He just could not. Had the third axe killing me. Uh, But yes, polygamy was a thing in our church and stopped in the late 1800s, like the 1890s or something. Quite late in the 1800s. Well, there were a lot of laws that were passed by the United States government that outlawed polygamy. So when they passed those laws, uh, the members of the church in in Utah, after it became a state, had to stop practicing polygamy or risk sort of another confrontation with the federal government. So a lot of the members of the church who wanted to continue to practice polygamy moved to uh, Mexico to populate Mexico with Mormons, and some stayed in central Utah. A lot of them moved to central Utah as well and continued despite it being illegal. They, When they moved to central Utah, they were also basically cut off from the church. So the church formally said, we are no longer practicing polygamy where it is illegal. Um, and when the the members of the church who decided to continue and some sort of convert to this fund what they're they're called fundamental Mormons fundamentalists, they're not members of of my faith. They practice most of the same things other than polygamy, which is not part of my faith any longer. 
but yeah, right, because it stopped in the 1890s, right? Oh. But there has never been a decree from the church leadership to say this was evil. It's an evil practice, and it, it's very possible that it could come back. Unlikely, unlikely, okay. unlikely, but it could be reinstituted. Reinstituted if it's declared. If, is there a pope in the Mormon uh, religion, like a guy that gets to get reelected or anything like that? There's a prophet. Yeah, what we call prophet, prophet head of the church. Is this guy to get voted in? Uh, voted. I mean, he's. It's not. Uh, yeah. I mean, technically, he's voted in by the quorum of the twelve. Ooh, but they're the only ones that cast a vote. Form of the Twelve Apostles. Ever heard of them? Um, anyway. Yeah, I can name all twelve. Here we go. Literally, no. uh, Lamarcus, uh, <laughs> Jonathan, uh, Ross, yeah. Chandler, Joey. Well, so polygamy was practiced right in the Old Testament by quite a few prophets in the Old Testament, and so, I mean, have you know, God has has said at different times that it's been necessary to repopulate the earth with people who believe in Him, and that's still sort of where the church stands on it. It's not forbidden uh, other than when it's illegal. So if it's made legal again, my church might have to make a determination on whether or not it's going to be allowed again. So I don't know. How do you personally feel like having the idea of having two more wives? I mean, that seems like a lot. Yeah. I mean, so my wife, to answer your question, Lana, my wife and I talk about it, but never in a serious way, right? It's never like I mean, my wife is serious when she says there will never be another wife, you know, but I am never seriously considering taking on another wife. It's just fun to needle her every once in a while. Are you purposely in my wife like forever right now? Because you, you, my wife, my wife, you would say that each time. That may just be me. I think it is. It is. Every time I hear my wife, it's forever. It's just ingrained. It's ingrained. So, yeah, does that answer your question? Yeah. Did you have any other questions, Reed? Yeah. <laughs> about about this? We don't we don't go back to New York if with your birthright question. We believe Here. that we believe that our church, our gospel, the gospel of Jesus Christ was restored through Joseph Smith, but originated in Old Testament times. It's the same church, same faith, same gospel, same God. You said a bunch of Mormons moved to Mexico. Are those Mormons still there? There are, yeah, there are quite a few that are still there. So, you know, the Arrested Development joke about the Romneys in Mexico? Yeah, it's based, it's, that's based on reality, that there are still Mormon colonies in, in Mexico. I don't think they practice polygamy any longer, but they certainly start, were started by polygamists. Yeah. Um, have you seen the Book of Mormon yet? I have not. I have Are you not listening to any music? I've listened to quite a bit of the music and find it hilarious. Okay. Yeah. I would not be averse to seeing it. You wouldn't sing the songs? I, I probably wouldn't sing the songs verbatim. Uh, there would be one or two words every once in a while. I'd, I'd probably have to edit out. But. Do you feel, as a comedian, that you are a good Mormon? Or do you think the two go against each other? It's good. That's I. I think they. I think that they can coincide. Hey, I'm full of them. Yeah, that is a good question. No, I think they can coincide, and I do think that I am. You're the edgiest Mormon I've ever met. Is that right? Yeah. 
Yeah. Like when you and me went to that one party and we did all those things. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I had to okay, This guy is an edgy Mormon. I, I had to repent a lot. And, you know, Naked Twister is not really my forte, but. You were good. That red square, red flexible, flexible. Uh, I think I think that they can coincide. To answer your question, I think they can go together. I don't know how good of a Mormon I am. I mean, I think I'm just trying my best. One to ten. What? Scale of one to ten. Ten. I'd give myself maybe a seven. Oh. I give myself a C, a C on this. I could I could always read my scriptures more. You know, I could do better with that. Um, I sh- probably shouldn't hang around with so much riffraff. You do hang out with a lot of riffraff. A lot of riffraff. But, you yeah, know, so did, so did Jesus. So did Jesus. Are you secretly trying to convert every comedian that comes onto this podcast? I am trying to convert every person out there. Every single uh-huh. No, I really just my, – my goal really is to try to get Mormonism out of this – cultish mindset stereotype and just show people that you know mormons are normal fun people that can laugh at themselves and at everybody else that's all if you happen to join the faith we will welcome you with open arms that's very nice but you don't have to and if you don't now oh hugs hugs. oh so sweet if you don't now, we'll just baptize you after you're dead. Drink. Why are you going to offer him a drink? He does when he's dead. He'll baptize us after our death, and I'll pour wine down your throat. <laughs> oh, you could you? <laughs> How could you? <laughs> I guess, Dan, I'm a little stinker. Yeah. You look concerned, Lana. Oh, I am. That's her neutral face. That's just how much. It's very hard at dinner time. That's the resting face. Just... Yeah, but I, it's her resting face is like I have terrible news for you. <laughs> yes. Yes. Every time I like, pass the salt, she's like, "Oh <laughs> God, what is it? What have I done?" Babe, are you mad? At me? Babe, are you sad? Babe, are you sad? About? She yawned tonight and she teared up like she was about to cry. She's like, "No, this is, happens when I yawn." I was like, "What kind of yawn is that?" You know what I think you need, Reed. No. Some amethyst. I think that would help you determine what she's thinking a little bit better. Yeah, right? Maybe. Am I right? Am I right about that? Well, the thing I don't is, believe I, in words I can't pronounce. You can't pronounce amethyst? Amethyst. I, I don't think then you believe in many things, Reed, because your pronunciation I is abysmal. I can't believe they didn't nasal swab you back in this country. They anal swab me, but I requested it. Well, fair enough. Those TSA agents, they couldn't resist your mustache. Uh, I was like, get up in there. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you both. Oh, I didn't tell you. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you both for joining me today on Disorganized Religion. Uh, Anything you two want to plug? Anything going to happen after? Yeah, I got a bunch of shows coming up in March. Uh, Let me just look at my calendar here. I'm on the Showcase Showdown, March 25th, uh-huh. if that doesn't get canceled. I'm on that Flappers. is like next week. That's oh, that next week. Next okay. Wednesday. Uh, yeah. A lot of shows getting canceled. I'm just looking at it right now. One second. Yeah. Uh, we come back. Uh, we have uh, Mother Knows Best every Friday at the Hollywood Hotel at 8 p.m. 
And uh, Hot Dates, the hottest show in town, every third Saturday at El Cid's 8 p.m. Yes. Very fun shows. We'll be yes. back in 2021, I'm sure. <laughs> I hope. Do you have an Instagram that you want to plug? Yeah. Instagrams? Where can people find you? Oh, yeah. What's your Instagram? What do you want to Mine is at you know me, I'm Lana. You like Y-O-U. You. Right. You, you spell it out. Nice. You okay. know me, I'm Lana. That's the whole handle. You know me, I'm Lana. Lana. It's great. It's great. Now, all seven viewers, I want you to take a pen and a you, They don't need to do I that. Need to do, you seven of you. I want you to follow me. I, I know what you're doing, it's and not it's not better. accurate. There are more than seven people who watch this. Yeah. There are ten. There are ten? I don't want all ten. That's too oh. much. Social distancing. Oh, my gosh. It's not what it means, and you know it. <laughs> Where can they find uh, Mr. Rude Smackenberry? You can find me in any dark hallway. Uh, you can find me there. in any police lineup. <laughs> oh, this mustache has changed me. Uh, uh, Reed.Brackenberry. That's what I'm at. Beautiful. And you guys both use the gram mostly? Yeah. Nice. I'm on the metric system, but yeah. Not the imperial system? Okay, <laughs> start. Thank well, it's been, a, it's been a pleasure. Thank it's you both so much. Thanks. All right. Well, you two stay safe and uh, don't get Lana sick, Reed. I'm serious. I'm already. I'm done. Oh, no. All right. Well, you guys take care. Bye. Bye. I, 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 what do you think? I, I love it. I don't like it.